everybody, and welcome to Into the Smow Down Galaxy here on the Galaxy Geeks YouTube channel and podcast network, where you can find our podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify. I nearly forgot a few, but I was able to get the handful that really matter out of the way. Also, you can find us on the Galaxy Geeks YouTube channel where we do this show we do snow theory and we got another show in the works but we're not going to reveal that until it's actually ready to be put out i'm your host neil mckay and joining me as always he is the christian harloff to my mark ellis luke stuttered luke how you doing buddy i'm doing really well welcome back to the show everybody that is right now last week we had three big matches ladies and gentlemen two were very close and one was just a blowout and trust me when i say it was a massive blowout and i was sad when i got done with it i bet you were because guess who was right about one match yeah one you were right about one how many was i right about oh look two two yes Uh. that's right i have won predictions this week what do i win Nothing. nothing we win nothing i win bragging rights but if what our show gets bigger you never know i may bring we may be able to buy a title belt and then i'll be able to carry around my own little schmodown prediction title belt and i can say hey look i have a title just like the competitors on the schmodown because luke's never going to carry that title yeah we'll see about this but week. Anyway, getting that out of the way, we have quite a bit of stuff to talk about on the show. But as we start out with every show, we start out with our first segment of the week, Rookie of the Week. This is where we look at the rookie pool on this entire roster and see who we are going to spotlight this week. And this week, Luke, if you can pull up that graphic so the people can see who we're talking about. As you can see, we are talking about the one, the only, Chris Van Fleet. Now, Luke, I know you don't know a lot about Chris Van Fleet, and I know him a little bit more than you, but out of your overall general knowledge, what have you learned so far about Chris Van Fleet before I go into my very extensive notes? Honestly, I'm excited to find out more about him. I don't know too much um before you dive into your information which faction is he a part of he is a part of the dungeon i believe oh i believe he is a part of the dungeon which would connect him to chris jericho which two wrestling personalities on one faction (gasps) what a treat yes that to me the dungeon this year is a good place for him to be at Mm-hmm. And the whole Chris and Jericho thing, I think that's still being worked out. So we can't fully say that's being worked out behind the scenes, ladies and gentlemen. We'll we'll talk about that later in the season when people decide what's going to happen. Well, anyway, I, I do think I'm excited to see what he does. He's on a good faction with the Dungeon. Mm-hmm. Um, this this year so far, we've seen the Dungeon do really well. I yes, this Kaiser's has been great. the Dungeon year so far. Do you feel before we talk more about his him specifically? Do you think Kaiser is a good manager specifically for him? After you do share your information, 
I believe he is because Kaiser is very much a talker. He is very much in the vein of a wrestling personality. So having Kaiser connected with some two people actually that are in the wrestling industry, I think that very much works with Chris and Chris. Oh, just realized Chris Jericho, Chris Van Fleet, both named Chris, the double Chris's. So Kaiser very much works with both of the Chris's to where it's the to the point of Kaiser can get into the mindset of what it's like in the wrestling industry and can probably help Chris Van Fleet, not Chris Jericho, because Chris Jericho already understands, getting him into the mindset of, okay, this is sort of how we do the movie trivia with the wrestling personalities. So this is sort of how you can start looking at it and then now that you understand sort of what the show is, let's get into training for your first match. So I think Kaiser's a very great manager for Chris Van Fleet. Okay. All right. Now so are you ready to learn more about him? All right. Chris Van Fleet. When I started my research, he is actually an entertainment reporter in Miami, Florida with a Fox affiliate. I looked it up. I saw it. I didn't write it down, and I forgot what the Fox affiliate is. So, that TV station knows. is in Miami, Florida. Chris Van Fleet is in Miami. But he's Canadian. He's a good old Canadian living in Miami, Florida. And he is also, to further push along how connected he is with the film industry, he is a member of the Broadcast Films Critics Association. So he's allowed to critique the movies, and he probably knows a thing or two about movies. Wouldn't be shocked if I would have also would have seen in the research where he went to a film school or like took a lot of film classes. Not a hundred percent sure because I didn't go that deep into it. I didn't want to learn about his college history. Anyway, moving right along, going further from the entertainment reporter in the. Miami TV station and as the member of a broadcast film critic association, he has done, he's probably more known for his time in the wrestling industry because he has a YouTube, he has his own YouTube channel, which is Chris Van Fleet. Go over there, subscribe to him. He has a lot of great interviews with wrestling personalities. And it's not just wrestlers. There are times when he's interviewed ring announcers, wrestling commentators, managers so it's a wide variety of different types of interviews that you could possibly enjoy like some are around 30 minutes some are hours long and i have enjoyed the few interviews that i've seen because he's really good at interviewing people and yeah he's really good and he's also finally he is currently employed in all elite wrestling aew as a backstage interviewer for them so not only does he work with chris jericho in the schmodown he works with chris jericho in aew which aew is based out of jacksonville florida so he doesn't really have to go that far from his entertainer his entertainment reporter position and his job as a backstage interviewer since i don't know how long how far drive is from Jacksonville to Miami, but it's still in Florida. So it's still got to be relatively close. I say that, but it's not the same as saying like, oh, you live in Memphis? It's a quick drive to Knoxville. Not really the same. So that's all the information I have on Chris Van Fleet. We'll see how he does in the movie Trivia Snowdown because let's face it, with 
all the credentials he has. He has what it takes to be a personality, and he probably has all the movie knowledge that a person could have as a rookie. So, Chris Van Fleet, we congratulate you for being chosen as our Rookie of the Week. We cannot wait to see what you do later on in the Smodown, and we hope that you succeed vastly in the movie trivia Smodown. Who knows? We may see you competing for a team title or a singles title down in the line. Luke, your thoughts on Chris Van Fleet after everything I just told you? <laughs> Honestly, I'm very excited for his first match. We do not know yet when his first match is, but... I am very excited. I'll be rooting for him. We'll see what happens. I'd love to interview him one day. I'd love for this channel to be able to interview more people as we mm -hmm. decide what we are doing with the channel, as we decide how we talk to people. I would love to have interviews with these rookies. I like the fact that we, as a channel, get to really put a spotlight on rookies. Because a lot of times, you'll get all these interviews, all these things with different rookies and stuff like that, but... Each week we get a more scientific breakdown of each player of the rookies. And I love that. I love the fact that we can do that. But yes, I'm excited for him this year. I Hopefully if he watches the video, he can comment on how we feel and give us some information. So maybe we can talk more about him next week. I would love to interview an interviewer. Because that's just an interviewception. Hello, we are interviewing an interviewer. Let's see what happens. So yeah, I would very much love to interview Chris Van Fleet and all the rookies that you see on here, even the ones that's been X'd out. I just know that Jacoby Bancroft and I have had a lot of conversations with each other and just outside in like outside of Smodown. So yeah, I would love to interview Jacoby, Chris, Amaru, Christina, Jacob, Thomas. I'm just running out the people who we have talked about. Beth, Jessica, Peggy, Nikki, Eric, maybe not so much Brother Lomas, but yeah. I want to interview Brother Lomas so badly. I want it so bad. It, it will get to the point where he will start to annoy me and I will start going into a character as well just to defeat his character. I love his character, but we'll talk more about that later. All right. Yes, that has next been section. Rookie of the Week. Luke, you know what's next. It's Faction of the Week. So Ooh. who is our Faction of the Week? Show it to us. The Den. Ah, yes, The Den. There's more than one reason why we chose The Den this week, but that's for our next segment. Let's talk about The Den, managed by Kate Mulligan, who last season was more of a rookie manager as well and also was going a little more comedic than most people. And Grace, who is our current boss of the Be Snowman, nice, be nice, be I'm nice. I'm being nice. I'm just saying she's the boss of the chairman and CEO of the movie trivia Smodown. But that's neither here we nor there. We are not being paid for this. Grace is an amazing woman who we are so excited to see her lead the Schmodown in a brighter future. We are not saying anything negative about Grace Hancock. She is an amazing employee, and we will see great things from her. Eli. She's not an employee. She's the boss. Well, Eli, do not get us called out on by a organization that might or might not exist. Be smart. I'm 
trying to be as smart as possible. But now taking that kayfabe side out of the way, Grace, it was an amazing addition to the den. Just sort of, I think she was sort of the person last season to help shepherd um, Kate along that season. But now this season, Kate has one season under her belt and now she's more serious. She's more strict. She wants winners. She doesn't want to be a last place person. She wants to be in the front of the line and when you look at her roster, and especially after the match that happened this past week, it's easy to say she's on the way to being to the front of the line, wouldn't you say? Oh, yeah. The fact that she got saw so early, mm -hmm. I was in extremely impressed with him. And now she we're gonna managed put great. Now, we're going to put a pin on Saul for later because it comes up to the discussion of who's going to be our player of the week, either Chance, Saul, or Frankie Alvarez. We're putting a pin into that. But let's go down the roster list. Who do we have up first? Right now, our first competitor that we are going to talk about from the den is Paul Preston. My feelings on Paul Preston is last year... For not his own fault, he had a bad year. He had a really bad mm -hmm. year. I First off, he's always in my prayers because I feel so terrible that the situation he had to go through. I personally, being married, I have no idea how I would go through that. So first off, Paul Preston, if you ever watch this, I think you are an amazing, amazing competitor, an amazing person to be able to go through everything you've been through and still come out strong. So... That's first. Second, he's a great player. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's... 100%. He's an amazing player. And I think he was dealt with a lot of bad hands last season. I'm not saying he did poorly or he any of that. I'm not saying that. He just went up against a lot of also great competitors. Uh-huh. I agree with that statement. And I don't know... Who was his team partner last year? I feel like it was Paul and Tom. It was Paul and Tom. And Tom... Yeah. I like Tom, but Tom needs a specific person to work with him due to the character mm -hmm. work. And Paul is not that. Paul is not the character that would work well with Tom. I think we'll see Tom come back in the next few years, but Paul needs someone who's very serious about the game. And I think Tom was serious, but I don't know if he was studying outside the game. I think he was just bringing his base knowledge. Paul needs someone who's going to do the work, who's going to study. I think we're going to see a different Paul this year. I think I know exactly who Paul could be teamed up with. Well, there are two people. They've I already see. stated. They've already stated. Oh, who? They already, um, I've, Paul as and you can ben see, Goddard. I've, oh, Paul and Ben? Yeah, Paul and Ben Goddard. Oh, well, speaking of Ben Goddard, he's next. <laughs> and he was a very strong rookie last year in singles and in teams not so much in a geekdom but then again i think his debut match in a geekdom was against robert parker yeah so there's really not much you can do when it's like oh i'm going in a geekdom first match robert parker back and on up uh oh <laughs> well so i think ben goddard last year did really great he was all honestly on the route to become rookie of the year mm -hmm. but he stepped back and i know i understand why he did that but that was probably the dumbest thing for his career for last year 
he was really set up, but when he was not put into the singles league or the teams league, that really made him look bad. And I don't really blame his partner at all, actually. I just feel like he was doing a lot better than Rachel Silverstraney, and they put him to the back side and put her into the league, into the teams or the matches, and nothing against her. I just felt like Ben Goddard was a stronger competitor, and I feel that him stepping aside really hurt his image. I think this year he's going to have a fire within him that he'll do much better. So we'll see how well he does. I think he'll do a lot better this year, though. Yeah, 100%. I think Ben just had a few stumbles last season that truly prevented him from being the rookie of the year. And I think this season, though he's not a rookie and he can't be up for rookie of the year this season, he's going to be making a vast improvement on how he approaches the game and how he approaches wanting to be perceived as a competitor because you're right him not being in the singles or teams tournament really did hurt him and i think it was his decision not to be put into the tournament well something else too about it is he might not be able to be rookie of the year but he can be player of the year a hundred percent i think i think a great i think a great category that could be had was most could be most improved like oh, yeah. having that as a category to show like, oh, look, these people probably weren't as great as last year, but look at how much they've improved. So I think, and if that were a category, I think Ben Goddard could be very much up for most improved, not just as a competitor, but also as someone who looks at the game differently. All right. Let's talk about Thomas Harper. Go ahead. He is yet to have, he is yet to have a match. He is a Star Wars competitor. We've we've talked about how much knowledge he has on Star Wars because he literally competed at Dragon Con, but I think he was the third placer in Dragon Con because Marie Wilson won. Alex Damon, I believe, was second, and I think Thomas was third. But you also got to remember Thomas won in past years. So, yes, last year uh, Macy Williams won, but... Mar- Mar- Marie Wilson. Marie, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Macy Williams is Arya Stark. <laughs> I know. Marie Williams did Wilson. 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 Marie Wilson. Wow. I am so sorry. And she watched watched our last video. So I feel so yeah, much worse. She was my player of the week. And I you're know. messing up her name. Anyway, <laughs> Thomas so. Harper. I, I feel he'll do well. I think he'll do very well. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I feel a lot more confident behind him. I don't think you're going to get those rookie nerves like i kind of saw marie wilson get a little bit i still think she did great last week i just feel like thomas harper for some reason behind the mic he's got some confidence in him that other rookies just don't have i don't see a rookie this year that i've seen better on the mic than thomas harper well don't forget he's also a lawyer yeah that's bigger (laughs) next up we have alonzo duraldi a, a great competitor who, again, just like Paul, sort of gets handed bad cards on occasion. Here's something I want to bring up, and we can bring in two players when we talk about this. Mm-hmm. I cannot believe, and this is nothing on Alonzo Duralde. I think Alonzo Duralde is a great player. He knows so much. 
But Alonzo Duralde was picked before Mark Riley. That's crazy to me on this list. Like, Mark Riley went lower than Alonzo Duralde, and Mark Riley's record is much better than Alonzo Duralde. But you can't forget Mark Riley. And this is, again, nothing against Mark Riley. If Mark ever, like, watches this, I hope he does not take this as an offense. But Mark Riley has those ups and downs. He's 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 one of those wavy people of there are times he's good, times he's bad, times he's good, times he's bad. And it all depends on who his manager is, who he's partnered with. Like, when he was with Ben Bateman um, for Who's the Boss, he was playing some of his best games. And... Now he doesn't have that, so it's... I can almost see Mark Riley and Alonzo being teamed up together, honestly. Oh, easily. Easily. I, I, yeah. I, I call that now. That's the team. That If you're putting Paul and Ben together, Alonzo and Mark is the next team for the Den. Oh, yes. I, I agree with that statement, just due to the fact Mark Riley needs someone with a lot of knowledge, because mm-hmm. Mark knows a lot, but he can do more of the character work. He, can, he knows the game a lot better than Alonzo. Oh, Mark has been here since the beginning. Oh, yeah. Literally since the beginning. He was the first champion. That's why I say Mark and Alonzo will be a great team to bring in because you give Mark someone with a lot of knowledge. And Mark needs a lot of knowledge because I think Mark knows a whole lot, but I think he needs someone with that knowledge to help him sometimes. Mm-hmm. And that that's no nothing against Mark. I think Mark is an amazing player, but sometimes you need help, and I think Mark needs it sometimes, and that makes him a great player because he knows the moments when to trust his partner. Honestly, that's why I'm going to call it now Ben Bateman and and Dan. Don't do the predictions. Don't. don't. (laughs) Well, in in comparison to how Mark will do this year, I think Mark will do better as a team's player than Ben will this year. As a team, yeah, I'm not saying singles. Ben versus Mark is next week. Ben versus well, Mark is next week. I'm not doing. I'm not doing predictions. I'm just talking in in generals. Um, I feel Mark will do better as a team's player this year than Ben, due to Mark is a great team's player. I don't know if Dan will be as good, but we'll see what happens. But and when you when you say Ben, you mean Ben Bateman, correct? Yeah, yes, 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 yes. yes. Now, Okay, wanted to clear that out because there's a Ben on this team, so we just wanted to, like, Ben Goddard, we're not talking about you. We're talking about Ben Bateman. We're yeah. saying Mark Riley is probably going to be better than Ben Bateman this season. In teams. In teams. In teams. In teams. I later corrected myself. There is a, a major difference there. Yes. Next up, we have rookie player and online trivia four member Peggy Govins. I cannot wait for her first match. She's so much fun. Like the one time I played against her, though it was a different sort of style of how the matches are. No, I won. Really? She got eliminated round one. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Hence why I'm saying though the match is different than the actual movie uh, movie trivia slowdown matches. I think she's going to do amazing. She, the I would say that that match that I was in was not 
her greatest, but I've seen her in other matches, and she is an amazing competitor. I could see her doing great in singles and in teams. She has been in multiple teams tournaments. She has been in multiple singles tournaments. I can see her making a strong running. And if I had to choose someone on this roster to be her partner, I would either go Jader or Rachel. Okay. All right. Next player is Jader Parama. Again, he was one of those. He won the Florida. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, he won the Florida trivia thing. Yeah. Yeah, he won the movie, he won that competition, and then he was guaranteed a spot on the roster. And when he got on the roster, he proved himself. He proved the type of competitor he is. Now, when we got to the tournament, it was an unfortunate thing for him that he did not win the tournament. I can't remember. Did he get past round one? I can't remember off the top of my head. I don't remember. Uh, let's okay but let's let's go with he didn't win the tournament which he was on the bracket side of where jeff snyder was so no matter what he probably he wasn't going to win the tournament because jeff snyder was on that side and adam collins was on the other anyway anyway that was a long tangent but i think this season could be very much a again similar to to ben goddard this is a rebuild season for him last year he debuted now you're rebuilding you take all the fundamentals that you had that first season, and then you're just adding on to that. I'm excited to see him play. I've actually really yeah. liked him. He plays this week, so that will be an interesting Ooh. match. Ooh, does he? Yes, he does. He does! Because uh-huh. that's going to be one of the predictions we're going to be doing later. Wait, who is he playing? Jenny Wait, who is he playing? Machine. Is that this week? Oh, yeah, I'm looking at the wrong. I was looking at the wrong. <laughs> I was looking at the wrong week. I'm looking at next week, but yes, it's going to be fun. Anyway, moving on. Next up on the list is Lacey Gilleron. Ryan, Gilleron. Uh, A rookie player who is also playing this week in Star Wars. She is a Star Wars division competitor. I don't know what to expect. I can't remember if she's one of the Dragon Con players. I think she is. Was she? I don't know. Was she? I think so. I think so. I think so. If anyone gets to this point in the video, I will already say this will be our player, our rookie of the week next week. Yes, she will. I will write that down to make sure that's the thing. But yes, I'm very much looking forward to seeing what she does this week because I'm very much... Star Wars, again, you know what my division is. My division is inner geekdom. Star Wars is very much not my division. So whenever I see Star Wars players like truly give it their all, I am excited. I agree. All right, next, next up. David Del Rio. Is he also debuting? No, no, no. He's played a few times. David As you can see, I don't remember him. I feel bad now. I'm sorry, David. I don't I don't remember you from previous seasons. I will actually I have some information on him. David Del Rio. Thank goodness you do. David Del Rio is an actor. He has been in many, many different projects. He has been in Baker and the Beauty. He's been in Pitch Perfect. He's been in Grease Live. He's been in the Belko Experiment. 
Um, he has been in The Troop, Sick for Toys, Geek Charming, which I actually watched him in because I. Who was he in Baker and the Baker and the Beauty? I don't know. I'm just listening off. Because again, this was look. I work at a TV station that's an affiliate of ABC. I see. I saw the promos. I'm trying to think. Wonder if he was the lead. Uh, most likely not. Um, and then I think. Let me double check this. You look him up. Turns out he was. But anyway, look, David L. Rio's an actor. He's in the trivia snowdown. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to seeing what he does. Again, if he competed in previous seasons, I'm sorry, I don't remember you. I'm sorry. I I like uh, David Del Rio a good bit, actually. I've, I've watched him a few times. His character work is great. I remember him from TV shows, so that means I have an extra connection to him because I saw him growing up. And I really enjoyed him and stuff. And his character work has been great. He played well last year during the tournaments. So we'll see what happens this year. I hope he does really well. So we'll see see what happens next. Who's next on the list of the den? Oh, this is not going to be fun. Uh, Jess Skoshloff. Say your name one more time. Don't. How about not? Or it is S C H. L O T H. Scotch. I always didn't. Scott. You're going with Scotch Love. I just thought it was Schloth. No, no, because you've got the C H. C H. Or S C H. Yeah, Schloth. 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 She'll correct us. I feel like she will if she watches this. She'll be like, you guys are idiots. You don't know how to pronounce my name. And I'm like, sorry, I'm sorry, we're trying. If, if you have only, a correction, please. If we're only called an idiot for names, <laughs> I feel pretty good. I mean, I know I'm not an idiot for my movie trivia. I mean, every single time an inner geekdom match po- comes out, I post the score that I make compared to the, the questions that were asked. I feel like I'm doing pretty good so far. Well. Just letting that been put out there. Well, anyway. the final competitor we're going to talk about is Boy, Rachel. Before Tyree. before we get to her, before we get to Rachel, let's just say Jessica is a rookie that we don't know a lot about, and we're looking forward to it when we get to her on the rookie of the week. That's when we'll start going more into depth because we have to do research on her. I'm good with that. All right, now for the final person on our list, Rachel Silverstrini. It's shocking she was the last person picked for the den. Honestly. I am shocked she did not go sooner. Mm-hmm. I, for me, of what I've known of her, what I've seen of her, every faction that she's worked with, every person she works with, everyone loves her. Everyone loves her. I, personally, on the character side, have not enjoyed her character work. But that's just due to her being more of a heel character, mm-hmm. not because of who she is. More of her heel work, just for me personally, it's just never, it's always rubbed me the wrong way for some reason, but that's just a personal thing. That's nothing on her. Because she, from what I've seen of her outside of the Schmodown, she's one of the nicest people. She's she's so one of the lovely. nicest people. And at this point, I'm like, don't be a heel, be a face. Like, so lovely. Like, when she's sort of like in wrestling, 
in wrestling, when you do a character, it's supposed to be yourself, but turned up to an 11. She should be a fame. She should be her nice person turned up to an 11. Right. I, I will agree with that statement because I really like her outside of the Shmoda. She's very lovely. Like video, like interviews that she's done, people that have talked mm-hmm. to her. She's so lovely. She's got such a great personality. When she does heel work, it just makes her seem so not, I don't know, just not herself as much. And it just rubs me the wrong way. I don't know. It's just been a different character for me. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting to see what she does this season because she was in the singles tournament. She didn't make it all the way. Her and Ben were team. They're not anymore. I'm very curious why Kate did that. But then again, it could be because she may want to put Peggy with Rachel or Jader with Rachel. I don't know. I feel like I don't know. It. I honestly don't know. Like I you can legitimately Jager. have three teams. You can legitimately have three or four teams on this roster. I say four because Jessica's there as well, and David's there as well, and maybe Kate wants to put one of them with Rachel or Jade or Peggy, whatnot. But it all depends. It all depends. And I'm very much looking forward to seeing what the Den does this season. Because as we speak right now, they got pretty good. They're pretty well placed in the in the faction rankings right now. I agree. So now let's go to our next section, which I'm most excited about. Player of the week. So tell us. Oh, you didn't make a graphic for this? I apologize. I will do better next time. Well, as you can see, ladies and gentlemen, he is trying to make the photo wider to show that we have chosen Saul. What are you doing? They can see what you're doing on camera. However, for the people on the podcast, you have no idea what I'm talking about. So don't worry about that at all. Anyway, Saul is our player of the week. My goodness. Oh, man. Saul dominated it this week. Now, I would say out of the players, out of the players, Saul is my first pick. Chance is a very close second. Frankie is third. The reason why Saul is over Chance for me is because of just how dominant he was in his match against John. Something that I really appreciated with Saul was once he won, he was not rubbing it in. He wasn't saying, oh, I did so good. No, he said, I need to get better. The I miss a couple. They still sting. I want to get better and do better. That, to me, is the characteristics of a player that will just get better. Yes, that 100%. That put him on the route to become a mara yeah and i everyone saw me last week i said john was gonna win mainly because and i focused it on his record i didn't think about study patterns i didn't think about any of that but after this week know this whenever saul's in a match i'm probably gonna choose saul unless he's going up against one of the have major heavy hitters but as of right now whoever saul goes up against I'm choosing him to win because this match proved that 
he is a force to be reckoned with. He got a knockout, a knockout. And he, I think he only missed two questions in the entire match, unless he missed a question in round two. I think he only missed two questions in round one. But going beyond that, only missing two and getting a knockout, that's fantastic. Yes. Saul, to me, did so well. And I knew he would do well. I I chose him last week because Mm -hmm. I knew after the Brandon Hanna match, he was hungry. Wow, he was hungry. And it was sad that he only had that one match last year. Because I saw it in him. It was just like this fire of like, no, I am in this league. I'm going to win. I'm going to do better. And I think how they've changed up the categories only helped Saul. It didn't hurt him. I think Saul would do interesting in singles or even teams. But as long as he's focused on inner geekdom right now, I think he can become one of the best players in inner geekdom. I'm calling it now. I was so impressed, and I was impressed even more by Kate. Kate worked with Saul so well, and I know that last week Sam Levine, or Sam Levine got play, uh, manager of the week, but I really think Kate should have because she worked with Saul so well. well. Well, they haven't determined who's the manager of the week this week. They put Sam as manager of the week last week doing the 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 posted today that Sam Levine is the manager of the week. Two weeks in a row. I disagree with that. I very much disagree with that. If we had a segment of manager of the week, I would have gone with Kate. Just how she worked with Saul. Because let's let's look at who we have. We have the Den versus the Quirky Mercs. Den wins, so that's a win for Kate. Then it's Finsock Exchange versus Usual Suspect. Win for Sam. And then it's Corruption versus Quirky Mercs, and that's a win for Shannon. I don't... I Based off of this match and how well Kate was able to manage Saul, I don't know how you... Well, again, you're up to three. You're, it's either going to be Kate... Sam or Shannon. Yeah. And I think I think Shannon did better than than Sam. Because yeah. Sam was more focused on ah oh, brother Lomas, he's a character. Get the character out of here. I I agree because honestly, Frankie Alvarez did not play that well. No, he did not. And technically he got a question wrong. I am robot? No, no, it is I robot. And it it matters. I was not impressed with him. I really wasn't. And no. the fact I was more well, impressed with in that match, I was more impressed with Brother Lomas for the simple fact of he was able to keep a lead for a majority of the match. And then Frankie was able to pull it out in the end. And Brother Lomas wasn't able to pull it out in round three. Yeah, I was I'm a little disappointed that they picked him for manager of the week. I know it's fan voted. It just, to me, for that match, and I'm not saying Sam didn't deserve it the week before. I think he did. Mm-hmm. but Because and for that one, he had two wins. Yeah. Th- this past week, no, I would have put him third. I would have, if Kate hadn't gotten it, I would have at least done Shannon, because Shannon did mm-hmm. really well, too. 
yeah, like Shannon did great. Kate did great. Sam was, again, out of all the managers, he was at the bottom of the list for me personally. And there were only five managers this week. And it was Kate, Coy, Sam, Bobby Gucci, and Bobby Gucci, and Shannon. It was only those five. So out of those five, it's, for me, it's Kate, Shannon, Sam, Coy, and Bobby Gucci. Yep. All right, so let's go to our main topics for today. Yes, main topic number one. Well, to go over to the news stuff, there is some news for first class. I can't remember off the top of my head. It was announced a little bit. Oh, the news was they're going to start off with the singles, and then they're going to slowly start to increment Inner Geekdom and Star Wars afterwards, which that's what I was assuming they were going to do. They really didn't need to like doing any sort of announcement with that and that there's like 64 players in this in that league more to come and i'm like what okay you you better make a lot of matches then that's a lot of competitors Uh anyway that's all for the first class news because they won't start until april 13th so we'll have we again we basically have another month until we can start talking about that. Because once first class starts, we're going to be talking about movie trivia, Smowdown, and first class because they're connected to each other. Anyway, moving on for the first main topic. What are you I, doing? I want to first mention before we go into our topics, don't forget if you are not a Patreon of the movie trivia, Smowdown Patreon, please become a Patreon. Do the $10 tier. That's what me and Eli have as the Galaxy Geeks. We love the Patreon. We are not paid for this. This is not a paid advertisement, but I just enjoy it so much. And the more people who get on with the Schmodown and give more money to the Patreon, the better the Schmodown does, the better it helps us in the long run. So please, if you are not a Patreon subscribers, please become a $10 Patreon subscriber. It is so worth the money. So Eli, go to your next conversation. It is our time to make our predictions for week five of the movie trivia showdown are we gonna have another competition like we sort of did last week where eli just destroyed him maybe or maybe we may agree on some let's start off here we go first match which dropped i i want to say an hour ago yes um for the ten dollar tier patrons Good thing you mentioned that, otherwise that would have been the segue. We have Brandon Hanna, record of three wins, three defeats, one knockout, representing the Stars, versus Eric Zipper, two wins, three defeats, two knockouts, representing Swag. Luke, it's Inner Geekdom. Who do you got and why? Oh, man. Last season I was said Brandon Hanna hands down this season i don't know due to the new categories eric zipper is a better singles competitor competitor than brandon hannah but brandon hannah is a better inner geekdom player than eric zipper but Mm -hmm. due to the cat category changes this year you're having a hard time talking do what you're having a hard time talking oh so badly i am going to go with brandon hannah 
All right, you're going Brandon Hanna. Now, this, this match will drop to everyone on March 17th, so don't worry. It'll come out the day before Zack Snyder's Justice League. Um. So, uh, okay, see, it's very tough for me because I'm taking into everything into everything into account. Brandon Hanna is three and three, so he's had six matches. Eric Zipper's only had five matches, and both of his wins have been by knockout. Both of his two out of three, two out of five matches have been by knockout. Now, I don't know how long ago those matches were, and with all the turmoil and swag right now, I don't know if everything's going to be on his side. And you were right, Eric Zipper is sort of the better singles competitor, but also, we can't forget that Brandon Hanna also competed in singles and in teams. And I think he only did teams. pretty well. Only teams. He yeah, did he, not, he did teams. Did he do well in teams? I can't remember. He did okay. I mean, it was he was a B player. He was not an A player. He was a B player. So not okay. Terrible, just more of a B. I'm I'm telling Brandon you said he was a B player. In <laughs> teams, not anyway. In, I you're a geek them. He's an A. I will say, oh man, it's really tough because Swag is like full of IG players, really good IG players. And I can't remember if the Stars have any major heavy hitter IG players. I know Jacoby can help him very much. I know Chris TV will help him. Mm, are there any other major IG players for Brandon's help that Brandon can use for help? I know Roxy can help. Because she's, excuse me, excuse me, is a DC person. I feel Janine the Machine can help a lot, actually. Yeah, Janine will help. Uh, mm. I think This he's is got, very hard. He's And this he's also got hard. Alex Damon. Alex Damon was no, That's true. Okay, never mind. Brandon Hanna. I've chosen Brandon Hanna. <laughs> okay. Again, this is, we're doing this way before we've even watched the match, so we have no idea. But yeah, I was going to say Brandon Hanna even before because, again, with how the story behind Swag right now, it may affect Zipper. Zipper may even be Team Winston. Who knows? Because it's either Team Team Chandru or Team Winston. Who knows? This is freaking Swag Civil War. I want that movie. I want an airport fight scene. Anyway, up next, coming out on March 18th, the day that Zack Snyder's Justice League is coming out, we have... Lacey Gillerin, debuting player representing the Den versus Gold Leader, <laughs> debut match representing Finstock Exchange. I'll go first. Gold Leader was giving himself a push right before the draft. He wanted people to draft him, and not a lot of people were paying attention to him except for the Barbarian. Barbarian was very much paying attention and he was the one that sort of got Tom to um, draft Gold Leader. However, Lacey Gillerin, I think she's one of the Dragon Con players. I can't, again, it's one of those things where I think this person did play to Dragon Con. And if she is, then she's already gone through a majority of Star Wars trivia. And I can almost guarantee that she has a wealth of knowledge. And also the den is just brimming with Thomas Harper, probably helping Lacey the most when it comes to Star Wars studying. So I have to give it to Lacey. 
I have to give it to Lacey. I'm going with Gold Leader just due to the fact I got to give something to Finstock Exchange. You did last week, but they never took it. Yeah, I'm just going with Gold Leader just due to the fact they did a lot of research on the guy. They feel very confident about him. The work they put into it, I'm just going to go with Gold Leader. It, I might also be doing it just because you went with Lacey Gilleran, but I just feel like Gold Leader might have a chance due to the research that was done, the work that they did to get him. Uh, I'll go with uh, Gold Leader. And when I win, I will make you cry. Anyway, moving on. I won't, I won't Coming out. about losing this one. I don't have a lot of feel, strong feelings about it, honestly. <laughs> the one that we had this past week, you did have a lot of feelings on. And yeah. I also had a lot of feelings on. And I am ready to talk about it. Anyway, coming out March 19th. For the singles division, we have two heavy hitters. We have Janine the Machine, who is four and six. Three knockouts representing the stars versus... Jada Paramo, two and one, representing the Den. Luke, you start us off. Who do you have and why? Who I am going with is Janine the Machine. Janine All right. Janine is doing very well. She needs some wins. She really does. She won last year, and that really boosted her confidence. I think Roxy will really encourage her and help her do even better. I want Janine the Machine to do so bad. She is one of my favorite characters, favorite players, honestly. One of favorite people. Oh, she's just, she's such a good person. She's so lovely. She's so kind. Follow her on TikTok. Oh, yeah. I love her TikToks. I just, I want to see her have some good luck. I really do. Mm -hmm. I'm so, I want her to win a belt. I want her to do well. She's one of those players I just, you know, I just feel bad that she hasn't. Because she's so good, so I'm going to vote for uh, Janine the Machine. When I have my choice that I'm about to say, I am taking into everything into account of who's going to train them, who could possibly help the person win, and who is most definitely going to need this win the most. And I'm choosing also Janine the Machine because let's look at who's going to be helping her study. I know Jess Knight is not going to be helping her study because he doesn't even study. But you have Mark Andrinko. He's going to help her study. I know for a fact that he has a wealth of knowledge. And sure, Jader has Alonzo, Paul, and Mark. But I think the stars want it more. The stars want to win more than the Den. Now, uh, me saying that, me just talking about how much they want Lacey to win. I know they want Jada to win, but I just think Janine wants it more. This match is honestly going to be who wants it more. And oh, I yeah. think Janine wants it more. Oh, and yeah. I am both excited and looking forward to being happy that she won, but I'm also looking forward to being disappointed if she loses. No matter what, whoever wins this match, it's going to be me being happy and me being sad because I I could go for either one of them. I could any other match if Jada wasn't going up against Janine, I would probably pick Jada. Janine wasn't going up against Jada, I would probably pick Janine. But it's Jada versus Janine and I have to choose and I like both of them. So I'm choosing Janine because I like her a little bit more. I'm anyway. I'm in the same boat as you, buddy. Going down 
to the Ooh. final event, the big pay-per-view, March 19th. It's the Smowdown Throwdown Double Main Event. Talking first about the first main event. We have, in singles, The Beast, William Bibiani, 12-9, and nine, four knockouts, representing the Quirky Mercs versus Prime Time Paul Oyama, seven and three, one knockout, representing Swag. Luke, the Beast versus Prime Time. Who do you have, and why? Okay, my this is just going off my feelings. I like both of the players very well. If they were not going against each other, I'd probably pick either one to win any match they are playing against. The player I think that will win this match is William the Beast Viviani. Ooh! I think William the Beast Viviani is hungry. I think he's going to be excited to play again. He is one of the best players. He knows more than any other player out there just on straight knowledge. I'm just going to go with my gut. I'm going with William the Beast Viviani. You may go with your gut. I'm going to go with my head. And I'm saying Paulo Yama is going to win. Based off of, sure, Bibiani had the team's belt at the end of last year, but he lost those belts. And we saw what happened to Brendan because he was a little, I think he was still a little frazzled by having to, again, being constantly reminded that, hey, you lost the belts. And now, Paul, again, they're both singles champions. They have both held titles. Paul held the singles belt longer than Bibiani. Paul has proven himself, though, again, the records of Bibiani, 12 and 9, great. I feel like Paul wants it just as bad, if not more. It's one of those... It's one of those, the Beast wants it, Primetime wants it, and depending on the questions, depending on the match, it could be, again, this is one of those, it can be either or. But my head, my heart, and my gut is telling me Paulo Yama is coming out with a win. Do not forget that Paulo Yama, yeah, Paulo Yama lost in teams against the kid and Bibiani. Hence, why they want revenge. I am still going with William DeVise Bibiani, but we'll see what happens. All right. The and I can believe that. Event. Yes, the big, the main main event. Ooh. And it is for the Star Wars Championship, ladies and gentlemen. The champion. Oh, no, wait. Let me start with the the number one contender, Andrew DeMolanta, two and three, representing the Quirky Mercs versus the Star Wars, the longest Raining, they are putting that as like the marquee thing for Alex Damon, the longest reigning champion in Smow Down history, the Star Wars champion, Alex Damon. He is six and one, two knockouts representing the stars. Luke, who do you have and why? First off, Andrew Demolanta. His podcasts and his videos are my favorite Schmodown videos. I love him and his wife's videos. I'm going to put that out there now. 
I love their podcast. It might be one of my favorite after shows. But there I'm was, going there with the other shoe. I'm going with with Alex Damon. Alex Damon does not get frazzled. He comes into it every single time and he doesn't miss. You don't see him struggle. He does not struggle. And every new competitor that comes in, he just plays his game. He doesn't change. He plays his game and goes forward. So I'm going to go with Alex Damon. If he loses, then honestly, that might be a good thing for... Uh, no, no, that wouldn't be a good thing. If he wins, whoo, Roxy's going to be smiling. Because <laughs> every time he defends, he gain, it gets more and more points every time he defends. Mm -hmm. All right, my choice. Though, I would like to see Alex Damon lose the belt. Mm. He's Star Wars Explained. That is literally his. That is literally his YouTube channel. He was literally on a video for Wired, where people were tweeting out questions about Star Wars, and he and his wife were explaining those questions. <laughs> literally was a thing i have to go with alex damon he never he's he's not a misser he has improved ever since his first two losses or his first loss and now look at him he's the longest reigning champion however he will forever say and i i don't know how true this is but i think he will always say he will not be the true star wars champion and i know he'll never compete until sam Whitworth place oh, until he beats sam whitworth i want to see that match so badly just imagine if sam whitworth for one night only says hey i will come out of retirement and i will play alex damon for the belt i will come out of and i know christian will be like uh i can't right. let you do that because you're not i feel like no, christian no, would be no, like, i would. can't let you i know alex damon would be like no it's for the belt i don't care if that person's in line, it's for the belt. Come on. Because oh, that's oh. going to be a big, that would be its own pay-per-view by itself. No, here's what would happen. If Sam Whitworth put any conversation about wanting to come back for one match, some faction is dropping one of their players and getting Sam Whitworth that day. It's going to happen. That's what would happen. So The dungeon drops Chris Jericho for Sam Whitworth. Ooh, I'd love that. Oh, that'd be No, cool. it'd be so fun. Anyway, those were our predictions for... Hold on, let me, let me, let me... Okay. For Brandon Hanna versus Eric Tipper, we both have Brandon Hanna. For Lacey Gillerin for versus Gold Leader, you have Gold Leader. I have Lacey Gillerin. For Janine the Machine versus Jada Parama, we both have Janine the Machine. For William Bibiani versus Paul Oyama, you have The Beast. I have Primetime. For Alex Damon versus Andrew DeMolanta, we both have Alex Damon. We only disagree on... Wow, that's a lot of matches. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of a lot of matches, we didn't have that many this past week, so we're going to recap what happened in week four of the movie trivia snowdown. Let's talk about We sort of talked about it during Player of the Week, but let's just go back and hit some of the highlights for 
Saul versus John and inner geekdom. Besides Saul just destroying him, I don't know what else to add. John looked like he was having a good time while also not having a good time. <laughs> Saul did amazing. I was very impressed. That KO was well earned. I... I'm just going to say this. For the people who went to my Twitter and saw the photo of my score where it said 17-17, I know Saul had a higher score than me on his questions. The only reason why he has a higher score than I do is because I didn't have any misses for John's questions in round two. So no, Saul did not beat me. We would have had an even score or would have had close to an even score. I'm just saying that right now. Saul did not beat me. We did not get to round three. If we would have gotten to round three, we would have seen if Saul would have beaten me. So box done. I love not being able to play because I can just sit back and enjoy myself. I know, but I want to play. I want to play. I want to play in the Smowdown. I want to play in first class. People will know this. I will shout it to the top of the rooftops. I want to be in their inner geekdom division. I know it probably will never happen, but I, I want them to know I want to be in it. <laughs> okay, let's talk okay. about Brother Lomas and Frankie Alvarez. Brother Lomas. Hi, Brother Lomas. You lost. You lost. This is okay. Back to character Eli. Hey, Brother Lomas, remember that tweet you tweeted at us a long time ago? That really weird one, that really one that made it seem very threatening to us? Guess what? You did nothing. You did nothing, brother. You did nothing, Brother Lomas. Your prayers to the Smodown gods were not answered. No, you are now on the floor. You are crying. You are needing to look for your new salvation because you lost Finstock and Tom Dagnino. They did nothing for you. They did nothing for you. They brought you in and they said he will be the second coming of the Smodown. And you weren't, and you weren't. Frankie Alvarez was able to beat you, even though he technically got a question wrong. He still would have gotten that five-pointer, and that would have put him two points ahead of you. Yeah, I'm saying it. And if Brother Lomas, you want to put out another little tweet, doing a little threatening thing to me, go ahead. Do it, because you know what I can do. You know what I can say to you. You know exactly what I can say, and I will stand up to you. And if you want to keep on doing the threatening tweets, guess what? I'll come back again, and I'll come back again. You cannot stop Eli McKegg. You cannot stop the showman. You cannot stop me. Out of character now. It was a you're very done? fun match. It you're was done? a very fun match. Are I'm done, done now. now. Are you done? I'm out of character now. I'm okay. out of character. I okay. am now the sports analyst. And I will say it was a fun match. Brother Lomas was leading for, I think, match. the first. Yeah. But then he didn't know any round three questions. I think I love Brother Lomas's character. Oh, my oh, yeah. goodness. His character, is, his character work is amazing. That's why I needed to go into a character just to stand up to him. His character work is phenomenal. And I, however, I will say it, I think it did hinder him in round three. A little bit. Let me ask you this. Do you think he is the best character in the rookie class? Hmm. I, I don't know so. because we haven't seen all the other rookies. I think so, so far. Of all the ones well, we've seen. Again, 
Of the ones we've seen, yes, because he's the only one that is a character. Yes, yes. All right. But again, we don't know about all the other ones. And the next match was the big one. Chance Ellison, Brendan Meyer. Who won? Door open. Who won? Chance Ellison won. (laughs) Well, all right, let me uh, dive into it. I was very sad about this match. I Yeah, you were sad. I was happy. Brendan, I, oh man, I'm so sad because I really wanted him to win it. I really did. He was my, he's still my favorite. I still will shout him out any day. I want to interview him any day of the week because I just want to, you know, I would nerd out talking to him because I think he's just a great person. But Chance Ellison did great. I cannot. Yeah. And say I was nervous higher. because most of most of Chance's matches come down to the last question, and he occasionally whiffs it on the last question. This came down to the last question, and he didn't whiff it. He was able to get it. He was able to win. And very much that made me go, yes, the curse is done. And this is also that it's a great match. But I want to also say this. This was the one that gave us further progression into the swag story. What is that progression? Chandu tried to get Ace on his side, which when it was first happening, I was like, Oh no. Oh no. This is the thing that we thought was going to happen. This is the thing that we thought was going to happen. And when A said, yeah, you're right. This is disrespect. And it's coming from you. I was like, Oh, twist, 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 twist. Ace is on the good team. Ace is a face. Ace is a face. Ace is the face that runs the place. I am so excited about the storyline. I really am. I'm so unhappy about it. I have no idea what's going to happen now. Because I honestly thought Ace was going to turn against Winston. Since he didn't, I have no idea what's happening. Could? No, no, I'm not saying that. Um, I still think that you're going to see Winston being outshone due to our theory from last week. Your theory. My theory. specify that. I still think Winston will no longer be part of Swag one day. It will be take some time. But I think something will be coming out of the Civil War of Swag, and I don't think it will be Winston. I will say, though, there may be a Swag versus Swag match where it's like, Winston, you choose your player. Chandru, you choose your player. Whoever wins gets to decide who will be the manager. And I bet all all the people will be like, okay, Chandru. It's like... Our hope is that you win so we can put Andrew Guy in that position mm. based off your theory. However, if Winston chooses Ace and or someone and the good guy team wins, that means, oh, who's going to be replacing Winston? That's a good guy. Yep. I think that's what, what will most Unless they do a double turn and have, or not a double turn, they do a twist on the twist and actually have Andrew Guy be a face. And Chandra's like, what? No! That wasn't no. supposed to happen. No, I don't see Andrew Guy as a face. Not when he's lost his memories and not that now that he is the Andrew Guy that first premiered in the Schmodown, I think you're just going to have a heel. And he d- right. works better as a heel. Alright, and those were our predictions. And with that, before we fully close out the show, I'm going to do a quick shout out, like we always do every single week. Taylor Robinson, thank you so much for being a fan of our show. Marie Wilson, thank you so much for being a fan of our show. You are our two shout-outs because you two have 
Well, Taylor, you have been consistently watching our show. Oh, Maybe. Yes. Um, I don't know. But you have been watching our show, and you've been a big supporter of us since the very beginning. Marie Wilson, you have been a supporter for us ever since we mentioned you last week. And we've been very thankful to both of you for helping us continuing to follow our journey to help us continue to help us improve. And we really do wish that we improve later on in the future. So with those shout outs out of the way, that has been our show. Luke, what do you, how do you think about our show? I thought it went really well. I do want to have one final shout out. I don't okay. know if he watches the show. I don't know if he ever will, but I hope he does. Christian Harloff. I shout you out for this amazing experience that we are allowed to participate in. I love the Schmodown. It has become part of my life in the past couple of years. I love watching it weekly. I'm happy we get to do the show. Even if we don't gain many followers, I'm okay with that because I just enjoy watching the show. I enjoy talking about it. So Christian Harloff, I shout you out because I am so thankful for this show that you allow us to do. Yes, Christian. Thank you so much for basically giving us the opportunity for doing this show if it wasn't for the schmodown we wouldn't have the show and that would be sad for many people especially me and luke anyway now we're done with shout outs that has been the end of the show luke has given his opinion on the episode luke where can people find you on the socials <laughs> you can find me on twitter at luke st16 and you can find eli mccaig at mr eli mac Thank See, I didn't have to do it this time. He was able to do it. He has his own thing memorized as well as it being below us. And you can follow us both at the com combined Galaxy Geeks Twitter, Galaxy at Galaxy Geeks One. You can, again, I said at the top, you can follow us also on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor. You can find us in those locations. And again, if you like this video, please give us a big like subscribe down below up there up there yeah it's up there somewhere like subscribe do all that nice stuff also if you want to leave a comment just give us a little comment down there Please we do. would love to hear i want we would love to hear feedback i love look, comments it's okay look we've been told always never read the comments but we're masochists no we're not but we will read the comments even if they're very hurtful also we had a live chat last week that was fun that was fun I didn't even realize that. And that yes. was amazing. When we when the episode premiered, it was live. There was a live chat happening. Anyway, you can also give us, hopefully, a five, what I say, five-star review on all the podcast networks. Tell us how much you like the show. And even if it's lower than that, we would like a five. But even if it's lower, tell us what we can improve. Because we really, that is one of our goals with the show, trying to improve every single week. Because... I got a ring light. See, I'm improving. I'm improving. <laughs> so proud of him. So proud. So, yes, that has been Luke Studdard. I have been Elon McKeg. Thank you so much for watching. And please, everyone, remember, be nice to each other because we want to make this world better. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye, everybody.